Hi, I'm Ashley McElwain, licensed marriage and family therapist, founder and CEO of Foundation Restoration. Welcome to Foundation Restoration's Real Talk podcast, where you'll find real people discussing real issues while offering real help at the intersection of clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. We're so glad you've joined us. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Real Talk podcast. Always so grateful and glad to be um, together with you. I apologize in advance for my voice. You may hear it sounds a little bit um, different. Uh, Maybe not. Who knows? But recovering from a little bit of a cold. And so hopefully my voice holds out and no coughing for you guys for your sake. But Please forgive the the little bit of a frog here in my voice this week for the Real Talk podcast, but so glad you guys joined us. I hope that you all are staying healthy. It is that time of year where it seems like those little bugs are floating around, so I hope and pray that y'all are staying healthy. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys saw on our Instagram social media, I, I posted a survey about pumpkin spice, yay or nay, and I was very surprised by the results. Um, a lot of you said nay. <laughs> like, what? That is crazy. I really expected there to be more yays, but that's okay. Maybe it's because we've, it's become like a I don't even know. It's just like we're inundated with pumpkin spice, all the things, and it might be a little too much. Who knows? But regardless, it feels like fall is here, here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I don't know about y'all, wherever you're at in listening to this, but we're definitely starting to get some of that fall weather, which I absolutely love. So I hope you guys are enjoying it and making the most of it. If there's one thing that this world is anemic of, it's people caring, (laughs) caring to listen, caring to care for others, caring to be fully present, caring to work hard, caring to make a difference. There are a million things to care about, and yet we've become indifferent and numb to so much in general. And I've just been thinking a lot about when did we stop caring about people and what matters most, and what does it even look like to care? And that's what we're going to talk about today. This topic has just been on my heart a lot, as most topics I cover are, as you've probably gathered by now. As a marriage and family therapist, I, I see how craved people are to have someone who actually cares. And as a human being, I see that. I know for me, there's lots of times that I just can feel very much like nobody cares. Nobody cares about me. Nobody cares about X, Y, or Z. It just seems like there's just such a lack of care. And then again, I see this professionally with people I work with and and just experience it personally to actually see people, to actually hear people out. And we live in a crazy, demanding, hurting world that can easily suck the life right out of us. Like we're bombarded with messages that we're not enough, images that show us what we should be, but maybe that we aren't or never can be. It's like we're just never enough, and we can feel very ragged trying to chase it all, do it all, be it all, and often we still feel very alone and invisible and inadequate. And I think in general, I've seen that we've just lost the art of caring 
And that's the first step. That's kind of the the baby um, of the art of loving. So, you know, if we don't care, how can we love, which is that next level of, of care? It, that's just the fact. Like, if we don't care, how can we possibly love? Because in order to love, we have to care. So what is care? Care is literally the ability to slow down, to look someone in the eyes, to make an effort to show up and to be fully present for them. Again, there's a selfless element to this, and it's putting that phone down. Um, It's making eye contact. It's actually listening. It's quieting our mind to listen for understanding. It's nodding and asking questions. It's following up and leaning in to what that person is sharing or experiencing. It's sending that text to say, I care. It's saying that prayer. You know, a lot of times it's easy to say, oh, I'll pray for you. But what if we just stopped and we prayed for that person right then and there? It's taking that meal. You know, we know somebody who's been really busy or we know someone who's had a kid or somebody's dealing with medical things or maybe they just need to feel loved in a very tangible way. We, we make that meal. We take that meal. Maybe it's sending that card. I'm big on snail mail. I love cards. I always tell people I think the greatest gifts I've ever received are cards, thoughtful cards with thoughtful notes in them. So maybe it's sending a card, a handwritten note to somebody, letting them know how loved they are or that you care. Eye contact, you know, I, I, again, it's, it's amazing. And I, I guess I already said that, but that eye contact, you know, I think about, I do this a lot, especially with kids. I do it with my son a lot of when he's talking to me. Obviously, there's a height discrepancy. He's six. And even though he's a really tall dude, I get down on you know, knee and or I bend down and I, I get on his level and I make eye contact with him so he knows I'm listening and I care. And so I think that we as adults need to do that for one another, for kids. Eye contact really shows like I'm here and I'm listening and I'm paying attention. And again, that's a huge part of caring because in this world, there's a lot of, of things that are taking our attention away. And so to have someone actually say I'm here paying attention makes a big difference. The other part of that is just what we care about matters. You know, what should we care about? And I'd say people, loving people. And we care way too much about money or success, which, you know, I I would say, what is success? I, I love to tease that question out with clients, with people in my life of what is success, status, just stats, um, anything and everything that's pretty futile and phony and that just seems to not last. We chase likes on social media from people who, you know, don't know a thing about us. It's, it is funny how much social media, and I, again, I always say this, every podcast I say this, and I should make note of this, um, every podcast I talk about, you know, th- that there's something I could do a whole podcast on and social media and the impact of it really would be one of them. I, I, Man, my my angst towards social media has grown significantly. I feel like even in just the last six months of just seeing it as honestly a more destructive force than anything. Obviously, we use it, Foundation Restoration. We we use social media and trying to put positive things out there and nuggets and encourage people. But man, social media is just full of 
garbage, quite honestly. Um, And it's just amazing how often we'll chase the likes of people who don't even know us, but for whatever reason, we place value in how many likes we get. You know, we can chase a certain body image to feel that we are worthy of love or to get that attention that oftentimes we crave so much. We can chase the big house, the fancy cars or the vacations, the trips. And we chase the attention of others. Look at me, look at me. And that's the that's kind of the society and the culture we're in is look at me, pay attention to me, like me. And we chase the praise of others. And we ultimately seem to be consuming ourselves with the consumption of things that never satisfy. And what if we cared about what we gave and did for others instead of what was given and done for us? What if we shifted from selfish to selfless? What if we asked ourselves how we can make the world a better place today with a smile or a meaningful conversation, a genuine hug or a kind word of encouragement? If we can stop looking at ourselves and start focusing on others and start focusing on the outward and the upward, looking looking to the Lord and what He desires for us, what a difference that is to not be a consumer, but to be a creator. And I don't mean creator with a big C, but just creator with a little C, which we're made in the image of God. Um, and so what if we start creating care? What if we start creating Um, encouragement and being a blessing what if we actually cared about why God has us here why is it that God has you here alive and breathing right now we have to look at, at, at caring about living on mission for the Lord he created you on purpose for a purpose do you know what your purpose is. I think about Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. It says, pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. We should care about things that are eternal, like lives that we've touched and impacted in little ways and big ways, but lives, people, Think about Matthew six nineteen through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it's amazing how much time and energy we'll put into sitting on social media or making money or climbing the corporate chart or clamoring for attention and likes. But how much effort do we put into building the kingdom of heaven or helping others or caring for people? How much time are we putting into to pray and ask the Lord to show us who around us is hurting or needing? What are we doing to show and demonstrate that we care how are we making a difference even in a small way for somebody today and that brings me to this point of stewarding our opportunities you know care and what we care about it goes into how we operate and how we steward our opportunities um, our gifts our talents god gives us he equips us 
with gifts, with talents, with abilities, with characteristics, with opportunities. He gifts us with those. But there's an expectation that we will steward those, that we will use those for his kingdom to be a blessing. Colossians 3, 23 through 24, whatever you do, work at it with your whole being for the Lord and not for men, because you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as your reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. That scripture, I I just constantly remind myself of that, whether it's something mundane with work, whether it's something mundane or routine or monotonous with mothering, whether it's... um, Again, just things around my home or things around the house. I just, I look at that and I'm like, this is, this is for the Lord. Like as I'm serving, it's Christ that I'm serving. It's, it's for the Lord that I'm doing these things, whether it's a, you know, again, you go to the grocery store or you interact with somebody at the post office or whatever it is, all of those things are opportunities. God brought you into a person's life at that exact moment for, for a reason. And I fully believe that. And I think everything we do in the small, in the large, that it's it's Christ that we're serving. And I think it's also Christ that we're we're putting on display. As believers, we should care about doing all that we can with excellence as a reflection of Him and as an opportunity to bless others, to serve others. Did God give you a job? Don't cut corners. Work with diligence. Be the best employee there is be trustworthy, be steadfast, be assertive, go above and beyond, do everything with excellence and with intention. Did God give you kids? Love, teach, instruct, and enjoy them as the God-given gifts that they are. Those little ones are so precious. They are the next generation. How are you showing them that they matter, that you care, that you care about who they are, who they're becoming, who they will be? God give you money, be generous in all occasions and in in all ways. Use that money to help those who are in need. Be generous. Be crazy generous. You know, again, I think even with money, whether you're wealthy or, or barely making ends meet, God honors our generosity and he really desires for us to have a generous heart, right? And, and to be a joyful giver, he says in his word, Did God give you athletic ability, beauty, intelligence, creativity? There are so many giftings God has given us, and and not just in those things. Did he give you the ability to teach? Did he give you the ability to care? Are you an encourager? Use all of those things in whatever capacity you can for his glory and to be a blessing to others. Make the world a better place. As believers, we should be cities on a hill shining so brightly like a lighthouse in how we live with intentionality, excellence, generosity, and care. I think about that, you know, God calls us to be the light and to be the salt. You know, light casts out darkness, and we live in a very dark world. That's why Lighthouse, you know, they put them up because ships, so ships don't get lost at sea, so they're not destroyed. So let's be a lighthouse that keeps somebody from getting lost and destroyed. And thinking about salt, I once heard my pastor um, back when we lived in California. Um, we had a pastor who talked about how salt used to, it, it was, it's always historically been a preservative. And he talked about how salt would be ground into meat 
back in the day before refrigerators, um, it would be ground into meat to preserve it from decaying. And how as believers, we have to be ground in to the very fabric of our society to stop the decay. And I, that, that imagery has always really stuck with me. And how we care is such an easy way to demonstrate something different and to stop that decay and to be that light that casts out darkness. And look, I get it. <laughs> like we live in such a busy, demanding life. And if you're like me, you have very, very, very little margin and sometimes just capacity or bandwidth to do a lot. But we do have to choose what we spend our time on and what we invest in really does matter. We need to realize that we never get a second, a minute, or an hour back. Like, we aren't guaranteed tomorrow. This might be it for us. Like, every day matters, every minute matters. And we have to ask ourselves how can we live with intention and care well for those around us? And it doesn't have to be grand. You know, like I said, I've seen firsthand how a smile and a hello can brighten a day. I've seen how getting down on eye level with a kid and listening to their little story can make them feel so special. I've seen how making eye contact with an adult, like as we're having a conversation, it just shows them I'm tracking, I'm here, I'm paying attention, and and I care. I've seen how truly listening to the heartache of another and expressing concern can make someone feel like they're not alone, even if it's just for a moment, which can make a big difference. I've seen how a hug, good hug, <laughs> can melt problems away. I've seen how going above and beyond can give someone hope, how a card can can be the difference in how that day goes for them. And caring is not complicated. It actually is very simple. It's pausing, pausing to care, pausing to make a difference, and stewarding well the little things and then God will create or entrust us with opportunities to make an even bigger difference. And we have a world that needs people who care genuinely, selflessly, generously, radically to just care in the little and in, and in the big. So I want to ask you today, can we slow down for a second? Can we look around us? Can we ask ourselves how we can care more? where we can care more, who we can care about today. Let's all, like when you finish this podcast, can we pray and ask God to quicken quicken you to know who and what he's given you to care about? Ask him to give you the strength to care for them or, or whatever it is well. We need his help. That's just the truth because we are we can be naturally very selfish and we can be spread very thin and sometimes we can just be oblivious and it's very countercultural. like again everything is about me 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 and that's just the culture we live in that's a world we live in and it's been that way from the beginning and so we have to f constantly fight that sinful nature just our human nature and that takes the power of the holy spirit so we need him we need to enlist his help and he is faithful to help those who call upon his name I'll leave you. I love to leave you with a scripture. So I'll leave you with this. Mark 8, 34 through 37. Then he called to the crowd, to him along with his disciples, and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever, 
for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Let's go out today asking the Lord to help us to care more, to care better, to be very faithful in what we care about, who we care about, and how we care. Let's be known as people who care. Well, friends, this concludes this episode of the Real Talk Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad you did. Remember, you were handcrafted by God, are dearly loved, and greatly needed in this world. We look forward to seeing you back here next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Real Talk. To stay connected, follow Foundation Restoration on Instagram and Facebook at FND Restoration. Or visit us at www.foundationrestoration.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to follow or subscribe and to leave us a five-star review so more people can find our show. Foundation Restoration is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry that believes marriage is the heartbeat of society and exists to equip, strengthen, and restore marriages through clinical expertise and a biblical perspective. Please consider supporting our ministry with a tax-deductible donation at www.foundationrestoration.org. Your gift makes programs like this possible. Thank you for your generosity and partnership.